With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. When we listen to the radio, we never agree on the station. Classic rock. Hip-hop. Pop. Guys, quiet. The one thing we do agree on, we all want an awesome free phone. That's why we switched to MetroPCS. Stop by MetroPCS with the whole family and get four free phones of your choice from brands you love, like Samsung, Motorola, and LG when you switch. MetroPCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Free phone requires port. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. I'm Carol Lomano with Parker Kligerman from NASCAR on NBC. We've got a brand new NASCAR podcast. It's called Monday Morning Donuts. Parker, what's it about? Literally everything NASCAR. But no, more importantly, we're <laughs> going to talk about the last weekend, the news of the weekend. We're going to get into some of the things I saw as a driver that you may not have seen. And of course, we're going to take fans' questions so we can answer some of those crazy burning ideas inside their minds. Everything is on the table. Not everything, but most well, things. most things. Yeah. All right. Don't miss a single episode. Monday Morning Donuts, you can subscribe on iTunes or wherever you set your podcasts for automatic downloads for your Monday morning commute. Grab your coffee. We'll see you there. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies Europol, where we react to midweek European games and any other stories we need to talk about. Well, straight away, Robbie Earl, my friend, um, we have a big story. We have something that we need to talk about, and it does involve a European game. Sevilla 2, Leicester yep. City 1 um, is, a, is a decent result for Leicester City, considering the second leg. They could win 1-0 in the second leg and go through um, to the next round of the Champions League. But the big news on this Thursday is that Ranieri is gone. He's been fired by Leicester City. That's just over two weeks after they gave him the dreaded vote of confidence and they talked about their unwavering support for the manager of the football club has gone. What's your instant reaction, Robbie? Shocked. Um, Disappointed. Shocked. Um, Slightly embarrassed for the football club. I believe, Rob, it's 297 days from that famous day at the King Pal Stadium with Botticelli singing, you know, and, and the scenes and the emotion and, and Claudio Ranieri's group of players lifting a trophy. 297 days later, the man who's given Leicester a day that will never forget, that football will never forget, has been brutally um, sacked at a time when you talked about voter confidence. That just smacks of... Um, People not being true to their word, really. Um, giving him the vote of confidence is a little bit of a um, an easy way out to say, no, no, there's no problems here. But obviously there was. Um, in a situation where they must have the guy lined up who they want to replace him with. I don't think you make a kind of firing at this time, in this situation, not knowing where, where you're going. So it's almost like behind the manager's back that's been going on. And... The biggest thing of it all, Rob, is I look at a group of players who have 
desperately let down one of the, 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 the good men in football, the guys with, with, who, who, who were in the game for the right reasons, who want to play, who hadn't had much success, who found a club and, and found a group of, of journeyman players in many ways and, and give them the, the year of their life. They've just been let down. And, and, and Ranieri pays a price for some players, Rob, who since winning the title, since signing big contracts, since getting themselves in a position maybe where they're in, in comfort, have, have allowed the manager to, to be sacked in this manner and will just move on, you know, waiting for the next guy to come in and, and, and on they'll go. Yeah, my, my reaction is similar. I, I'm, I'm shocked it's happened now. Um, I, I think, Robin, I don't know whether you differ from me on this, but I, th- there's no way... Claudio Ranieri wouldn't have taken Leicester City down. Of course he would lose his job um, if it looked like Leicester City... Uh, I, I disagree, would... Rob. I disagree. I think he could. Yeah, but what, what do you mean? So, so you, you would, I wouldn't stick with Claudio Ranieri all the way for the next four, no. five, six no, weeks. No, if they keep results. losing games. Yeah, no. so then you'd but, make a change. And yeah, oh, so, so you, but you were saying you, you don't... So if you kept him for two or, two, two or three more games, yes. we get to 10 games and, and there's no discernible change. Absolutely. You say, then. yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, oh, I thought you were saying, you know, he's got the ability to keep this group and team up because I, I have to say, of everything I've seen of late, Rob, I'm, I'm slightly worried. And I looked at the severe game. We'll talk about that in a little while because it's become a little bit of a, a sideshow now, the, the Champions League. Well, it's another defeat, which almost was, was felt like, did they draw or win the game? There seemed to be like a lot of excitement and noise about it. They lost 2-1, still got a chance in the competition. So, you know, let's give credit where credit's due. But more than the game, Rob, I wanted to look at this group of players who haven't kicked a ball in the Premier League since the turn of the year, not only team not to score, haven't won away from home in the Premier League. You know, the stats are there in terms of their defeats after defeats. I thought, OK, Champions League, data... You know, kick up, this is maybe what they're saying themselves. They've got a big game day in them. They can make it happen. But for 70 minutes of the game, believe me, I'm sitting there thinking, they were so fortunate to be in the match. They were so fortunate that Casper Smarker was in good form. Mm. And they were so fortunate to still be in this tie going to the King Power in the second. If this was 4-1 or 5-1, you would have had very little argument over how the Leicester played for the majority of the game. They had a little period where they pressed. They had a little period where they had a little bit of joy. And then they got a goal that gives them a chance. But let's take it in its, in its entirety. For 60, 65 minutes of the game, they were woeful again. But is there, was there, you know, and the reason, the reason I would, would have stick with Ranieri for the next two games, Liverpool mm. at home, Hull yeah. City at home, is that, that, that there has to surely be st- some qualities, some efforts, some abilities left in this group of players to pull them away from trouble. And, you know, even well, well, what does that mean? Second half? Well, it, it means that you don't fi- you, you, you trust the guy for a little bit longer. I just think this is too soon, too early. You've you've just uh, you've outlined how bad they were. Yeah. And they, yeah. And they were they were bad. Yeah. It could have been, you know, it's a good scoreline for them. So uh, it, it's just this this hanging on for the sentimental reasons and stuff. And I'm not about that. This is nothing mm. to do with this guy's done an amazing job, which he has, of course. done. Yeah. And I, I'm not keeping hold of him because um because of you can't fire this guy because of what he's done. I'm keeping hold of him to give him every opportunity, yeah, yeah. Robbie Earl, to get Leicester City back up the league. Every, he, he deserves the opportunity to, give, to get him okay. out of it. And uh, let's let's get down yet. to they're the... Not, they've not been in the bottom no. three yet, Rob. So but, that's but, why, for me, it's too early. I, I'm with you. But let's get down to, to the real nut, 
nuts and bolts of this, Rob. Yeah. Would Claudio Ranieri have made some t- some tough decisions that might needed to be made with this group of players to keep them safe? Would he have dropped Wes Morgan, his captain, who's not playing well and, and, and is, is, is struggling just for his own form? Would he have dropped Riyad Mahrez, who's not contributing to the team in any way, offensively, defensively, in terms of effort and, and, and his mental focus, Rob? Would he make some of those big calls that might change a season, that might jolt a dressing room, that might, or not. I think he If you're going to keep him, would he, would he have done those things? Because we haven't seen it yet. We've talked about him in some press conference, supposedly saying, if I have to make some changes, if some of the big players have to, have to come out of the team. But we haven't seen any, seen any evidence that now. We're not, we, we won't know going on down the road. But is Claudio Ranieri the man who doesn't want to make those kind of decisions? I think he would make those decisions. I think he's, again, it's, it's, it's the same sort of narrative here from me, is that, you, you know, Riyad Mahrez, of what he did last year, you, again, you have to give him every opportunity to find that form again, whether it's confidence, wh- whatever it is, um, you've got to give him the opportunity. Now, How long game, do you give him, though? How long do you give him, Robbie? Well, I, I think in, in Mahrez's situation, yeah. I'd get him out the side now. I'm going to go over some must mm. marks for this game when, when we get to it. Uh, yeah. and, and he was very, very poor. It's just, you know, when you consider a new manager, Rob, so, so you know, the, the, the story is, okay, that, that Ranieri, and it does always go back to the manager in motivating mm. the players, that Ranieri, in inverted commas, lost the dressing room, couldn't yeah. motivate the players. Now, yeah. I get that, and that's a, that's a valid reason. It's definitely mm. seen that millions of times before. The only thing I would say to that, Rob, is that, that last night, the game against Sevilla, in Sevilla, I mean, for every one of these players, it has to be... Um, a, a massive game Make for them. A, the motivation yeah, has to yeah. be there, Robbie. The should motivation have been, has to should be have there. Been. Yeah, and it, it has to be there. And they were still poor. So my no. point is, whoever comes in, how are they going to re-motivate a group that that should have been motivated I, for a Champions League yeah. game, surely? But I don't think, I think, well, I differ. I don't think the motivation was there. You're saying you've well, got to be motivated. How can they not be motivated in a Champions League game? Because some of these guys, Rob, have got to a situation where, I look at Riyad Mahrez, let's take him as an example. And I, listen, he, he's not the only one. But let's just take him the player of the year, the guy we eulogised about last season. What happens to Riyad Mahrez of Leicester City get relegated? Let me tell you. Let me tell Correct. And so in some respects, does, 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 Leicester's situation really affect Riyad Mahrez. If he doesn't have a great Champions League, will he not still get a very good move to a very good club based on what he's done? He's on very good money every week. Rob, why isn't he trying? Well, well, that's exactly Uh, what I'm saying, because the the, the outcome for for Riyad Mahrez, either way, is he'll end up at a probably, inverted commas, better football club. So, so So his motivation's low. So in that respect, I'd rather have... And I'm, I'm not a big fan, particularly, uh, of Musa in the wide areas. But if he's he going to run poor. up and down, if Andre Gray, uh, 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 DeAndre um, Gray, or somebody else can give me something in the wide area, I'll take hard work of an old Brighton than the quality that I know Riyad Mahrez has got, but I'm not getting. A new manager coming in, Rob, right? And this is where, again, I'm worried about Leicester City. What, you know... Wh- it, 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 what's going to happen? Is well, Robert well, well, going to start we, we sprinting to, down the sideline? Is Wes well, we and Robert Huth going to start t- mm. sprinting back and making tackles? How? Mm. I just... I, well, let, 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 let's look at it. Done. Let me look at, let's look at it another way. And I, I, I'm, I'm trying to play devil's advocate because we're here to try and give it both uh, objective views. Maybe Leicester City have looked at Hull City in, in Marco Silva and looked at Paul Clement and what the subs on. 
Swansea. We were saying some of their, of their group of players, or the whole players were saying, are this group really good enough? Well, a different change of manager and a different outlook and a different way of doing things has changed the way you feel about both these, these football clubs. Maybe the Leicester owners feel somebody coming into this football club can change that, can get a spark out of Riyad Mahrez, can get Houston Morgan back to the defensive kind of rock we saw last season, Danny Drinkwater back on the ball, passing it and creating opportunities. All the things that are not working, I'm supposing they're saying can be rectified with a different voice, with a different way of doing things. I mean, What, what does it say, the, Rob, if somebody comes in, what does it say about it, it, if, it, it, if it, it changes does it, overnight? Does it, not, does it not smack then of a slightly Mourinho situation at Chelsea? Yeah, but, but where, Mourinho's so different to Ranieri, Rob. Ranieri, yeah, who's yeah, he going to upset? Who, who, his behaviour, well, the way he they, talks in press conferences, he protects his players. It's true, Rob, and you're right. Through. But there is, there is stuff out there, and, and again, I'm, I'm trying to be totally objective. There's stuff out there that there's been fallouts with some of the backroom staff. One or two of the players are not happy with things. Now, listen, they're the same players who, who couldn't do enough for this guy last season. But there is little rumours in the media and on Twitter and social media about things not going well behind the scenes. Now, again, I always think you never know those things until you're actually in that dressing room, hearing them, seeing them, and, and, and feeling them yourself. But... If some of those things are, or one or two of those things are true, then maybe, you know, a change of mind does that. But again, I, I, I'm picking and I'm trying to create an argument because I still feel it's early. I still feel the guy, if nothing else, when a guy's won you a title in the manner they did, and a guy who you're talking about putting a statue outside your stadium, you give him as long as you yeah, can. Absolutely. And, and here's a line, Robbie Musson, and again, I don't know if it... In terms of the decision and how it's made and how it's um, promoted and, and broadcast, would it could it have been a situation where there was some a mutual agreement? Could it be one of those? Is a mutual agreement? Would that not have been? Does he not deserve that? There's a mutual agreement and, and they've decided to part company. No. What, what, if it was a mutual agreement, it would be absolutely stated as such. And Ranier- no, I'm sa- no, no, no. I'm not saying it was. I'm saying could this not have been positioned? As a mutual agreement, not just, did this did this guy deserve that than rather being sacked? Could they have gone? If I'm the owner, could I come to you and say, "Listen, Claudia, it's not working. We feel we want to make a change. We want to do. Let's collectively say no. we're going to mutually going to uh, agree I, I to part company." And I'm not saying there's a way. I'm just saying, would that have, have, have changed the perception in any way? That maybe it's a two-way. There's been a conversation. He's decided he can go as long as far as he can. The club have decided, and we've, we've both come to this decision. No, I, I know what you're saying, and I know how, how it would sound, the perception. But if yeah. you're Ranieri, and the guy's telling you, I don't, you don't want you to be football manager of this, of this club anymore, mm. I, I just don't think I, I would fight it. If it was me, or I'm sure you... Like, well, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not comfortable with this. I'm not saying I've kind of in any way quit this club and, and I'm mutually happy to walk away. I just don't think um, he would do it. You know, what's interesting, Rob, is, is after this game against uh, Sevilla, well, there was yeah. there was kind of a little bit of optimism about the result mm. and the possibility of going through. I put a tweet out on our, on our Twitter feed at the two Robbies NBC and basically said, I mean, it's crazy now, but I said Ranieri's still in charge for the second leg. Um, mm. And yes, <laughs> and yes was 83% and 17% yeah. said no. So 83%, uh, including myself, uh, were wrong. And, and the change has been made. Just on that last game for Ranieri, I just go through the marks. And, and, yeah. and this maybe sums up a little bit some of the problems. The, range, the marks range from 8 to 3. So I'll go through from the goalkeeper. Kasper mm-hmm. Schmeichel, by the way, 8 out of 10. 
fantastic. Yeah. Conceded yeah. two goals, but was brilliant. And I'll tell you what, by the way, that's the if you want to get away from a football club or, or mm, if you that's feel the way, yeah. you you deserve to be at a bigger club and you want to climb and you're ambitious, mm, that's, that's the, the way. way yeah, that's I was looking way. at him and thinking, you know what, somebody might just come and nick him. Liverpool or someone might just great come and attitude, nick him, by the way. brilliant mm. attitude to everything. Um, so that's him. Right back, Simpson six, Wes Morgan four, the lowest mark of a defending player. Struggled throughout, gave the penalty away, looked lethargic, never-ending. Uh, Positional mistakes are very, very poor. Hooth, five. Christian Fuchs, five. Midfield, Danny Drinkwater, six. Wilfred Ndidi, five. Albrighton, six. Musa, four. Vardy, seven. And Riyad Mahrez, three. Three out of ten. The worst mark. He stayed on there because Musa was substituted. And, and yeah. Damari Gray has to play. I, I'm not yeah. sure Gray yeah. how he doesn't get a start for Musa. But Riyad Mahrez gets three out of ten, Rob, because of... of I watched him, you know. I watched him even in the second half when things looked brighter. He he he, he jogs. He didn't care. There's yeah. no effort. It's embarrassing. I I couldn't believe what I was seeing from his 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 effort, from his body language, and his effort compared to last year. Of course, of what he's capable of doing, and because he's capable of doing that stuff, mm. that's why he's continued to be in the team. So I think he would have been kicked out the side after this game, particularly. Um, but there it is. There there's your marks and national okay. problems. Some some well, players performing and others are not. And, and it's going to be somebody else's problem, Rob. Just want to move the, the, this this discussion on bef- before we get into the rest of, of the games from the midweek in Europe. Who looks favours? I mean, your old boss, Nigel Pearson's name blown in the flame. There's plenty of talk around him. I mean, Frank De Boer's available and, 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 and looking to maybe get into English football. Roberto Mancini's name's been strongly linked. Well, he's the next Leicester yeah. player. I think he's favourite now, and obviously somebody who knows the league and would feel that with one Champions League game still to come, might be somebody who can make you know make good of that and keep the, the team in that competition. Is is that where you're thinking that they've nailed somebody down who's out of work, who they, who they believe, and maybe a Mancini? You said it, Rob, at the start of the pod where it sounds like, maybe it smells like they've got somebody lined up to take over from Claudio Ranieri. Roberto Mancini, um, the stuff I've read is, seems to be the favourite. I just, I just don't think it's a good fit. I mean, of course he's experienced. Of course he's been around. He's a winner. He's, he's coached, played and coached and played at Leicester as well. Um, coached at the highest level. But a relegation fight, um, a guy that's very argumentative. He's very kind of... Uh, yeah. I just, I just, with this football club and what it's been through recently, this is a real, this will be a real jarring, um, different approach to manager. Maybe it's what they need. I just, I just don't see it. You know, he likes money and spending on, on, on top players. Is Leicester City the right fit for, for uh, Roberto Mancini? I don't think so. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, Rob. Definitely a different way of management than Claudio Ranieri. Roberto Mancini comes in if he is the man. Crazy situation going on at the KP. We're going to move on to a crazy situation this midweek, Robbie Mostowit. The Etihad, Manchester City 5, Monaco 3. And if I say it's a very Pep Guardiola kind of scoreline, mm. I think you'll know what I mean. Yeah, it really was. It really, it really was, particularly this Manchester City and Pep's version of it, because we've seen at times stunning attacking play 
and awful defending. Um, and I think we saw it. I think I split the team pretty much down the middle and the front six, the midfield three and the, the attacking three, I thought were fantastic. And there's a lot of good signs there with Sterling's abilities now and, and Sané getting better and better. Sergio Aguero that we will talk about um, getting a couple of goals. And the midfield working so well with Silva and De Bruyne. But the back four and the goalkeeper again, it's scandalous. It's absolutely scandalous, Rob. And I think we know that the fullbacks at the club have to be changed. They, they're mm. desperate for new fullbacks. But Otamendi and, and uh, John Stones, I was actually stunned how bad they were. And, and particularly with John Stones, I'm just disappointed. I know he can play out from the back. I know he's comfortable. I know he's composed. But he's got to show better defensive um, qualities at some point, whether it's you know getting muscled off the ball for Falcao's goal, um, whether just staring at defenders making runs in behind. He got caught out positionally all the time. I know he's a young player, and I know you're going to be protective of him, Robbie Earl, but mm. he's got to start learning and being a better defender. Defend first. Listen, the first thing I'm going back to is something you just said at the start of that, whereas I'm going to split Manchester City um, down the middle attacking side and defensive side. That there is, is, is in a nutshell, Manchester City's problem. You, you, you can almost split this team in half. And they're like that cartoon character where there's one top half and the bottom half doesn't mix. And, you know, you have to keep flipping along till you find the page where the two go together. Because if you look at the, the, the better teams in, in the Premier League, and I'm talking Premier League now, and obviously this happened in Europe, but Chelsea Football Club have, have got a balance between... The, the defensive situation, the three at the back and the wing-backs, however it is, and, and their attacking prowess. Spurs have got the best, one of the best defensive, joint best defensive record in the league. They've got a balance between their defensive organisation, discipline, the way the team's set up. And I talk about it being a team, not just three or four guys. It's a team way of defending. And they also have a, a way of attacking where full-backs... When they have to defend, defend, and at times in Spurs' situation, the fullbacks are like their yeah, best but wingers. But what I'm saying, Rob, is you, by, splitting, by splitting the Manchester City thing is actually still announcing the problem is it's too much of a, of a, a, a this in them. This is a collective. The team is a collective. The, cl- the team should defensively be better, and the team should take credit when, when, it, when it gets goals. John Stones ends up scoring a goal. Well, I would rather John Stones make sure we keep clean sheets because I've got enough people who can score me goals. I think, you're, I th- I think the, the point is with Pep's teams, Rob, and, and I'm not gonna, I don't disagree with your philosophy of a successful team, and we've seen it now with Chelsea Football mm. Club, but Pep doesn't do it that way. We know that. Man mm-hmm. City right now, Robbie Earl, are higher than Spurs in the league. They're second place. So yeah. his philosophy is, is not awful. I mean, he's got himself in, in second no. place, eight points no, behind no. Chelsea, and they no don't do it as different. They don't do they don't do it as one. You, you watch the Bayern team and the Barca team. It's all about Plan A, which is attacking, is passing, is attacking, Correct. dribbling, Correct. and and the, and, this, and the defensive but, part is very very secondary. What but, he's done, Rob, just let me finish. What he's done in the past is that he's made that Plan A, his yeah. philosophy, so so good that defensively they can, they can get away with, with, with limited protection. Um, but, of course, they have to have better individuals back there, in my opinion, to not get caught out as, as badly as they have done this season. But it's never going to be about team defending. You know, it's just not, is it? I mean, it's just not the way you... Well, it, 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 may, it may not be, and it hasn't been in the past, and it's been successful, yeah. but it might be something you have to do in the future. And we, 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 we're talking about a back four. We're talking about individuals. I look at Otamendi and I look at John Stones, and it's like oil and water. The two things don't go together. 
I look at the. I, I, I have a little bit of sympathy for John Stones, who's been bought for, for, for a lot of money, and we'll see over the course of his Manchester City career whether it's value for money or not. But over the time, he's had Sanya, Kolarov, Otamendi, Zabaleta, Yoyo, Fernandinho as defensive midfield, as, as defensive centre back partners when I, I believe he was bought to, to, to play next to Vincent Company. Now, Vincent Company. We don't know whether we're going to see him on a season-long basis any time going forward because his body seems to keep breaking up. He keeps getting muscle injuries, etc., etc. So John Stones hasn't had the... When do, when do you criticise John Stones then, Rob? Well, you, no, you, you uh, support uh, him. Of course I... No, I don't, I'm not supporting him fully. I'm saying John Stones has got to be a better defender. I, I, I wrote something the other week about John Stones has got to take... Uh, have the understanding. Sometimes Rosette is the best place to put the ball. Because it means that you, 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 you nullify something dead. You don't take a risk. You get the ball out of play. You, stop, you can reorganise. You can do things like... I looked at the, 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 the Leicester centre-back centre pairing of Huth and Morgan last season. They took no, no shame in at times, stopping the game, putting their foot in, booting it up the other end of the pitch. Sometimes that is good defending. Making a good decision is good defending. Is he, John, is he... John Stones always wants to look good. John Stones' mentality isn't... His first thing is not where is the danger. And, and as, a, as a defender, I like that. I had a conversation. It's really bizarre. I had a conversation this week with an old friend I played at, at Port Vale. He was a centre-back who, to be honest, Rob, couldn't do three kicky-ups, struggled to pass a ball from A to B. But I'll tell you what, and he did it one day in training. It was, it was like a one, one game in, in a training game. And we're playing against the, 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 the young team. And a ball shoots at goal. And in the last minute of training, this guy throws himself at the ball, takes it in the family jewels to stop the ball going in. And that was in a training game. And you know what I always said? I love him every day of the week. Because he doesn't, to him, stopping the ball going in the back of the net is all he's really concerned about. And if he does that job... I'll get on the other end now and then and nick a goal. Or we had a couple of people who nick a goal. John Stones needs to get a little bit of that, Rob. A little bit of the thing that says, you know what, I might not look so good, and I might, people might not all be saying I'm a great footballer, but you know what, I'm going to keep clean sheets. I'm going to be defensively strong. I'm going to change the way that people have the perception of what John Stones is about. Well, and it, it, also, it also reflects, just probably quickly, on his manager. His manager has to take some responsibility. Pep Guardiola is, is developing a team developing a culture that you talked about and a style of play, he's also got to develop individuals. And we give him praise when we say, Sterling looks a better player. Sterling Moore's involved. Tactically, Sterling's playing well. John Stones, you would say, is a similar player they left at and who can come out in midfield and, and play a pass and set things off. But in terms of reading danger and seeing, seeing problems, you do, there's an argument that he's gone backwards. I think for John Stones to be the player that a lot of people, and myself included, when I first started watching him and he became the first team regular, um, a lot of people think he's going to be this, this phenomenal player. Mm. You take a Rio Ferdinand, I mean, mm. you take a John Terry, um, Carvalho at, at Chelsea before him, ball playing central defenders, uh, like, like particularly Rio Ferdinand. They were good defenders, Rob. Yeah, and it's okay to be the footballing part, mm. but they ha he has, John Stones has to figure out a way, whether it's mentality, whether it's physicality, he's got, to be, he's got to find a way to be a better defender. I looked at him in this game, Rob, and I thought, maybe he's a midfield player. Maybe, maybe he's a central midfield player, holding player, because I don't see a defender in him enough. And, and, and I know he's young, and it may be sound harsh. I just wanna, I just, I'm just disappointed that the defensive part um, 
is not there at the moment. And he won't go on to be a first-class central defender, even though his footballing ability will allow that if his defensive part doesn't. And I just, I'm still not seeing a, a strong defender in there. No, and I think the shield in front has got to be better. You know, you look at, at the Chelsea team, I see Kante and Matic, you look at Spurs with Dembele yeah. and Wanyama. I haven't got that there, Rob, as well, so that doesn't help him. So, there's definitely things for, for Pep to work on, but in fairness, let, let, let's not do it with Manchester City, because I think we always turn to the, the defence, even the bad side. I mean, there, there was some great stuff to, to admire in terms of their forward play, Rob, and, and mm. Sané and Sterling and Aguero, who I remember you know, saying on the broadcast a few weeks ago, Pep Guardiola has to do his job and make sure this guy stays part of the football club. I just think he's up there with, in European quality is one of the best pure strikers in Europe. He can get all kinds of goals. He's got real threat. He's got intelligence. He's got movement. He's in the prime of his life. I just think, you know, before now, it was, it was almost like it was going to be Jesus and, and, and maybe Aguero is, is the number two. I think Pep's got to find a way to keep him happy, Rob. He's got to keep him on side. And if, if need be, he's got to try and find a way to, to get him in the team. Yeah, he's got to get him in the team. He's got to keep him happy. He's got to keep him at the football club. I mean, just Aguero, Iheanacho's been a bit hot and cold when he's come in. He's done well generally. Again, another young forward. But just the three of those players, and, and Sané, scoring, assisting, Sterling, the same thing, taking on defenders in the box. De Bruyne and Silva, so good, prompting those front three. I mean, we can talk a lot about defensively how bad they were, but I thought going forward yeah. they were stunning as well. And the Aguero thing is something we're going to watch very closely. Uh, Gabriel Jesus, of course, is going to be out for a long period of time. Aguero's going to play. Um, and, and let's see what happens from there. But I, you know, just, just Good enough I'm, to go deep, Rob, just quickly. Good enough to go deep in uh, this competition. Yeah, why not? I, I, I think they'll get through this round. I think um, it, it went from, a, from a, a, an awful situation to being a very strong one. Um, I think defensively, ultimately, in terms of getting to the final, um, I think at some point between this part of the road and the final, that defensive frailty is going to rear its ugly head and they're going to get knocked out. But I think they'll get through this round. And who knows, next round, with a, with a decent draw, they've got that much attacking quality, Rob, that, that I still feel they, they've got a little bit of football to play in this competition. Yep, for sure. And let's have a little talk about Monaco as well, because they made a decent game of it, didn't they? And Radamel Falcao, we saw him in the blue of Chelsea, the red of Manchester United. Didn't, I believe, see the best of him here in England. But again, another player who goes over, overseas. And, and, I mean, the finish was a brilliant goal. Came Left stones on, on the floor and, and chipped it over the goalkeeper. Yeah, stunning goal. I mean, you look at Monaco, top of the... Uh, League A in France, ahead of PSG, and that that tells you something. You know, when we watch this game, you can see why um, the way that they attack. They got a, a lot of young players, and none better than Kylian Mbappe, Rob. That we got. To, I got to yeah. mention quickly. 18 years of age. He's uh, got 18 appearances in the league this year and seven goals. And just a player that looks like he's got a little bit of everything with pace, with ability to trick and to check back and to take people on with pace. We saw his finishing quality with his goal as well. He looks like a marvellous player. Yeah, the only thing about him is at the back of the queue, Rob, of the new Thierry Henrys. I think oh, yeah. like about 30 people in that, that queue, including yeah. Anthony Morcial. But Mbappe, yeah, he, he, looks, he looks a talent and there's no doubt... Performances like that in midweek at his age is going to put him on the radar. Some of the big English Premier League clubs 
who might just be looking at another young talent and thinking, hmm, that, you know, that might be one to get. I'm looking at Spurs in particular and thinking, wow, he, he'd, he'd be fit perfectly into that Spurs team with his movement, his intelligence and his pace. I, think, I, I just don't think they're getting Rob, will they? I think when you're, when you're doing the business as an 18-year-old, mm. at this point, knockout stage of the Champions League, everybody's going to be on the radar. And Monaco mm, will find it very hard to keep hold of him. But, but just it's just great to see young players, wherever they come from, England or Spain or Germany or anywhere, in France in this case, I just love seeing this this young talent coming through and it's going to be the future of the game and, and the, the games we're going to enjoy. I just thought Mbappe was, was special. Uh, I look forward to the second leg. Yeah, second leg of that one. Manchester United had the second leg of their game in the Europa League, 3-0 up from the home game against Saint-Etienne. Got the job done with him, Henrik Mkhitaryan goal. McTarlin came off injured. Um, Michael Carrick came off injured, Rob, ahead of the EFL Cup at the weekend. People are questioning whether Jose had to go quite so strong. I mean, it's always in, in hindsight people make the, these observations. But is there any, tr- any truth in that? Did you, did you feel he had to go with it, maybe as strong a team as, as he went? I liked his team, Rob. I liked mm. it. I like his attitude to it. He said subsequently that... The, the, they're in a lot of competitions and they want to win. This is Manchester United in his words and, and we're not going to shortchange any fans or, or, or any competition. And I like it. I mean, Carrick hasn't played a lot, so you could argue that he should have, you know, you'd think he'd be in a position to complete the game and not get injured. Mkhitaryan, it's just, it's just a shame. I mean, he, yeah. he's made a big impact. After him getting in the side, by the way, Rob, you know, a while ago now, mm. he, he's given United a bit of a different dimension with one matter on the other opposite flank and, and their abilities in with Big Zlatan and, and, a, and a poor Pogba that's getting, getting better. I mean, Pogba's interesting, Rob, isn't it? Because sometimes yeah. you, we, there's one game we are in the studio and we are watching United and you're like, is Pogba playing here? There, there's nothing from him. And then you see him in different games where he shrugs yeah. people off the ball, he checks his pings a ball, you know, 40, 50 yards. He plays a lovely little ball over the top for Zlatan in this game again. I mean, he, he does look a million dollars yeah. in some games and others he goes missing a little bit. Now, is that just know-how and experience that he'll... Yeah, I think it's a little like... bit of youth. I think it's a bit of maturity. He hasn't probably put four or five games on the spin together no. where you've gone, bang, wow. And I think that's what, that's what he's striving for now. And I think that's sometimes one of the reasons, and, and I agree with you with, with Mourinho, and I wasn't particularly buying into the, oh, why did he play this team? I, I just think sometimes that comes from rhythm and repetitive playing and getting used to players and systems. And I, I, I believe put your best team out on the day, see what happens and deal with it going forward. And I still look at the FL Cup on Sunday. And Manchester United, without Mkhitaryan, who was, was injured early in the season, without Michael Carrick, who hasn't played that many games in, in truth, um, you, you, there's still enough in that squad to, to, to beat um, a, a Southampton team, Southampton squad, if they're at, if they're at the races. If they're not, then they'll come up against it because we know Southampton will be well-organised, well-drilled. They've got the threats on the counter-attack. But, um, no, I, I agree with you. I, I just think that there's a little bit... Of, he's striving for this rhythm and, and continuity that's going to see them through this last stage of the season. It's an important kind of... You know, they've probably got 14, 15, 16 games now across competitions. Um, you know, big FA Cup now against Chelsea. Next round of the Europa League. Some important league games that they'll be playing slightly catch-up which might add a little bit of pressure as well um, and he might need one or two of the other players who are not sort of his first 11 to, to come let's, in at certain times. Let's talk about a couple of those Rob before we move mm. on from United. You want to talk about Luke Shaw and, and Wayne mm. Rooney. Luke yeah. Shaw first of all, one of, one of my favourite again, young English player, left yeah. back, he's yeah. quick, he's got mm. 
I, I, what's going on? Marino's not, not right, having it. Yeah. And he's saying no. publicly that he's way yeah. back in the pecking order. Mm. What, what do you not think right. situation? Well, yeah, I, so what, I, what with, does with, he like with about Jose, it? Well, well, what we know with Jose, Rob, is if he sees something he doesn't like, it's not very much changing. And he's seen something in this kid, whether it's his, his, his training ground attitude, whether it's his discipline, whether it's what he sees in the games, whether he, he, his positional play at times, I think it looks a little bit like he wants to get on that front foot and go and be a winger rather than be a full-back first. There's something there, and I've seen no doubt that there's going to be a part in the ways between What do you the think, two. though, Rob? I think, I think Luke Shaw is, is an excellent, outstanding left-back who could be a huge asset for Manchester United yeah. for the next... Eight, it, it, nine, listen, ten years. Jose's not always made great decisions. No, of course, he's made no. a lot of them. I think well, Lukaku, well, you have to matter. Back. Kevin yeah. De Bruyne, players he's let go, Rob. So yeah. he, he could well, have let them go. But he's also made a, made a lot of good cho- good yeah. decisions as well, which would, would even up. So, you know, if you if you give him the job, the, the title of Manchester United manager, you have to back his judgment on these calls. But it is a big call because Luke Shaw will go to another football club, and, and we're talking to one of the bigger clubs, and could be a huge asset. Would imagine Liverpool. 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 Yeah. He'd it, be absolutely nailed on. I mean, I have to deal with the sort of rivalries between the two clubs, but I'm sure he can get over that. He wasn't at United that long, didn't play that many games, and he would certainly be a huge asset for you and Klopp in the way that Klopp wants to pay. And they'd be probably a little bit more um, patient with, with Shaw wanting to be a little bit more attack-minded. Yeah, I'm sure Klopp would love him. I'm sure he'd absolutely love him. Anyway, Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney was the other one, wasn't it? Mm. You, you just wanted to touch on. Mm. It, it all feels like it, it's drawing to its close, doesn't it, to me? Um, but nicely managed, Robbie Earl. Yeah. Nicely managed by Mourinho. Yeah. And, and he's given his time. Yeah. He's got his record. He's in and out a little Correct. bit. He's played in different positions. Correct. There's no drama. No. I mean, it's been uh, well done. It's been yeah. well managed. Now, hopefully, maybe they're thinking they'll get a good fee. He, he moves on. He's got the record. I remember at the, at the start of the season, people talking about, well, Rooney doesn't get his play. And I, and I said then, and I, and I stick by what I said, Jose Mourinho will put him in, in this team and, and Wayne Rooney will play his way out of this team. And I think that's what's happened. The team yeah. has kind of moved on. Yeah. The team is fresher, sharper, a little bit more yeah. incisive without Wayne Rooney in the side. Now, that's not a slow on Wayne Rooney. He's been a brilliant player. I mean, the record speaks for itself. Mm. But like everybody, you know, the, things move on and there's a new group of players and, and, and a new freshness about the football club. And unfortunately, Wayne Rooney's on the outside looking in. Yeah, I think he will go in the summer, Rob. I think he will. I think he want to be playing football. And, you know, you, you get to this stage of your career and I don't think he's going to want a, a bench position. There's a lot of talk about his agent going to China and trying yeah. to negotiate a deal over there. Do you think, do you think that's... Where yeah. he could end up, I mean, yeah, Major I, I League Soccer so. is another another avenue that, that mm. for me would make more sense. Is he really? Yeah, trying? I just see the money. I see him saying, "Listen, this is a two or three year thing." He goes and, and does it, plays. He's a massive icon over there commercially. It'd be huge. I think he wants to be loved again, Rob. You know, Wayne Rooney's been this kid from we saw him at 16 years of age, smashing goals in against Arsenal. He's been this kid who's divided people for England, but he's been loved, hasn't he? And he's been appreciated. He loves his football. I just think he wants to train Monday to Friday and know he's playing on a Saturday afternoon and pulling his shirt on and and doing his thing. And, you know, slightly away from the eyes of the world, he can maybe get on with that in China. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, he's just certainly not got a place in the side now. There's a little bit of rotation and he's not getting a look in it. And United are grinding out results. A very strong unbeaten run 
Um, they're in, of course, so many competitions. Of course, you know, we will go on in, in, in radio shows and podcasts to talk about Manchester United and their ability to finish in the top four because that is where they need to be. But I think when you look at them now, Rob, they are, mm-hmm. they are finding some stability with the team and yep. with the way of playing. And it, it's, it's, maybe it's slow, but, but the improvement has definitely uh, been coming all season, hasn't it? Yep, certainly has. One final game, Robin, in the Europa League, and it's the end of the Europa League for Tottenham, who, who are home to Ghent this time. Um, and a 2-2 draw. Um, again, not... The conclusion's not great for Spurs, Rob, in a game that... I know they were, they were down to 10 men, Deli Alley with a, with a horrible, reckless challenge. Horrible. Got themselves back into the game. Thought you... At one point, you're thinking, OK, they're going to nick, it, nick the, the, the third and, and, and get themselves safe. And then they get caught to a, a sucker punch. And then the biggest thing for me, Rob, again, was there was signs of that lack of, of, of control, the, the emotions starting to get to the players. And another disappointing, you can see it's written all over the face, but is this, a, is this becoming a bit of a problem for Pochettino now? Yeah, yeah, I think it is. I mean, I think you know, we've talked a lot about Spurs and their qualities and, and where they're lacking a little bit. And I thought you made a, a great point on our, one of our last shows where you know, you thought, I asked a question, you know, what, what's lacking with Spurs? Because they look so strong in so many departments. And your answer was, was know-how and experience. And I think when I, when I look back at European football, and I think about Manchester City, you know, when they first started coming into it and they struggled and people yeah. thought they were going to do better, they got knocked out. And then the next season they did a little bit better, they got knocked out. You know, I just wonder whether there's a little bit of that in this season's European competitions, because now the Champions League and now the Europa League that they've been knocked out in. The only thing that, that, that smacks me on the head and is like, well, hang on a minute, this is Ghent, the eighth yeah. place in the Belgian eighth, League. Yeah, I looked at that, yeah. I mean, I, 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 it's really hard in the big expanses of, of Wembley Stadium to go and dominate a game. And, and I come away thinking that, that, that I watched them with 10 men in the second half, Rob, and they're driving at Ghent mm. back and they're doing so well and they're scoring goals and it looked for a moment they were going to go on and win the game. As if, where was that focus before? It seems that, that, that maybe at critical times, they don't quite show the concentration, the focus, the key moments in games to take the defining moments. I mean, I mean, again, in this situation, Deli Ali has got a problem. He didn't get a yeah. foul a few seconds before. He goes over the top in a, in a reckless kind is, of... Is this going to hurt his career, Rob? Is he going to be one of them that people are going to say, I mean, he's done so well recently, and we've talked about him, him maturing and, and getting on with the game, but it's there, isn't it? It's, it's boiling underneath. Well, we saw it last season with the with the, um, the punch yeah, that he got suspended yeah. for retroactively, and um, it, it it absolutely could hurt him. But but I don't think it's going to hurt him enough to derail a, a marvelous career. You know, we the people did talk about Wayne Rooney's kind of fire on his belly, and he went over the line many times, and kind of bounced back, and and he's got the record of England and Manchester United. So I hear it is something he needs to work on. But I don't think it's going to stop him his progress in having a fantastic Premier League career. It's just another frustrating night for him and for Spurs. And you could see it from Pochettino yeah. on the sideline. His frustration, his anger almost at this disappointment of, of losing out on the Europa League. And again, with Spurs, it looked so good. They were back at three at the back, which I like them better in, actually. Yeah. And still couldn't get past Ghent over two legs. Not good. Just get the sense with this Spurs team, Rob, and it might even be the FA Cup, but might need a trophy soon. Might just need something to pull this group and say, we've won something. Now we're going to take the next step because just get the sense that, you know, people keep saying they, they go so far and then and then they keep fall, falling down. But another fascinating weekend, mate. We're, we're going to have to wrap things up there. And crazy few days of football in a European week where Manchester City were, well, Manchester City. And the big news is that Claudio Ranieri has been sacked as manager 
the reigning champions Leicester City. We'll have more on that dramatic Leicester story and all the news from match day 26 in the Premier League on our Monday podcast, so make sure you look out for that. If you like what you hear, please rate and review the Two Robbies podcast available on iTunes. The ratings help increase our rank and visibility, which allows more football fans to discover the show. So from me, Robbie Earl, and him, Robbie Musto, thanks for listening, and bye for now. Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.